Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys that fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I'm your host, Dave uh, Glad to have you with me tonight As always, uh, we got a uh, this show for you talk a lot about women's football. I know it's coming to an end here, but uh, we are all about to wrap it up and looking forward uh, looking forward to the championships this coming weekend. Here in the USWFL, we got the Tri City Thunder taking on the Hampton Rose Lady Gators in the Iron Woman Division, and uh, we got. Uh, upper division, we got Keystone Assault taking on the Washington Project. Uh, that's on Saturday, starts at 11 o'clock with the Iron Woman Championship, and then at 6 o'clock, the other division championship. And then on Sunday, we got the All Star game. Uh, Mike Meyer with me a little bit tonight. I'm traveling. Uh, I usually try to stop when I'm doing the show. You, uh, today, I'm running a little bit late, so. Bear with me if uh, I drop. Miss PJ's going to step in and take over for me so I can get, get caught right up there. But, uh, you know, in the WFA, uh, their, their championships in Colorado, they're in Colorado this weekend. And, and uh, I'm pretty sure it probably starts on Friday. I wouldn't be surprised if the Division uh, Three probably is on Friday. Uh, and then maybe Division uh, 1, maybe an All-Star game, too, or something, and Division uh, 2 and 1 are on Saturday. I don't know that to be a fact. I'm just guessing usually, uh, what they try to do. So uh, it's in Colorado. I did see where, uh, well, Jim for seen where the uh, Coors Light stepped in as main sponsor for them. I'm glad to see, you know, they're getting somebody on board. Uh, these women surely deserve it. You know, uh, I've seen where in the uh, in the USA soccer thing uh, that they just had that their jerseys, the women's jerseys, sold uh, the number one seller. All this stuff, yet they get paid peanuts compared to the men. They win the gold and all that. So these these women certainly deserve it, no matter uh, 
excuse me, what leagues are in. But glad to see that happen for the WFA. Uh, they got a they got a big league, and they uh, most certainly probably draw to the sponsors uh, more so than the others. So uh, congratulations to them. Um, you know, my my thing about tonight is is pretty much and uh, you know, a player asked me today what's the topic and I, you know, I said I I don't know, just whatever comes to me and, and uh you know, I hear a lot of uh, great speakers and uh, especially a lot of preachers, you know, say they'll have a, a sermon picked out and then all of a sudden they just get the urge to change it. You know, I was just riding up the road today and just not even really thinking about what a topic, you know, should be, and she asked me that, but, you know, tonight, it, it really is, I, I would just want to know, for, for mainly the women, but men too, or anybody in general, but mainly for the women, what does it mean to be a football player? And when when I say that, it's, you know, as a young kid, I mean, I guess today, now, you know, with all the soccer and things going on, uh, all the other sports and all the AAU and things of that nature, it's probably not as big as it was back when I was a kid. <clears throat> but when I was a kid, I mean, you only played football, basketball, or baseball, or all three. You know, and there wasn't all these teams you could play on and all this traveling and stuff and blah, blah, blah. So you played for the school. And that was it, you know, and I'm just, uh, 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 you know, they they didn't, these women haven't had that opportunity. Now, some of them have, don't get me wrong. I mean, I know some of them have, but when I was in uh, elementary, we actually played uh, against a girl that I went to a school called Valley Pike, and uh, she went to Emmett, and uh, her brother uh, played as well, and she was at that time she played quarterback, and she was really really good. But you know, for the most part, you get you get told you can't play, so then you choose, or your parents won't let you play. A lot of parents say, "Oh, you can't get hurt playing losing," and I get it. You know, I, I certainly understand the certain extent of that, depending on what size you are, how old you are, and all that certainly goes hand in hand. But for the most part, you get told you can't play, you can't play, so therefore you choose other sports to to play. But for some of these girls, and I'm going to say some, and, and, and a lot of them on our team today, never lose the urge to, to be a football player. And I'm not just going to use the term women's football player. But as a football player, now, you know, as a as a playing from the time I was in the second grade, playing tackle, I never was on a touch or a flag or anything like that. It was always tackle. You know, I pride myself on being a football player for all those years. And, you know, even today, you know, we hear um, just the other day, we're telling somewhere, we're telling a guy about football, and he said, you mean really women's football? I mean, it's really full con. I mean, it's this and that and other. And, you know, most women take offense to the lingerie league and all that kind of stuff because they just don't believe in it for whatever reason or blah, blah, blah. So they take offense to it. And, 
they're like, yes, real football. So, you know, what I want to know is from from a lot of these girls or women or, or whatever the case may be, females, I should say, is what does it mean, you know, to be a football player? Uh, you know, now I can I know for some of them because I've talked to them in length about uh, things like this, and I've took over the years on our team, I've given out questionnaires and, and had them fill out certain things to, uh, you know, just to get more knowledge about them and gain more knowledge about how much they really love the game. And you, you would be surprised that, you know, anything just the other day, uh, I heard a girl that, that come to a few practices played in a quarter, maybe two plays in a game. And, you know, was talking about how tough she was. She was a good-looking good athlete, could run and all that, you know, and then bails out. I mean, leaves the game. We ain't even seen her since. And she tells one of my players, oh, I can't believe you're still sacrificing your body to play. Well, let, let me just tell you, there is way, 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 way more people that sacrifice their bodies to play football or any other sport that never got paid a dime for it than there is that do get paid for And, you know, a hobby is a hobby. Now, you know, when you start wanting to win, we play checkers, I want to win. So when, when those hobbies become um, sports to me that, you know, that, that – more than just that hobby, the seriousness is there. It does. It doesn't matter if I'm getting paid or if I'm not getting paid. It's all about how serious I take it and about how how much I want to win. So, you know, if I was to send somebody to randomly ask, would say our girls on our team because I know them more than anybody else, you know, to randomly ask them, hey. What does it mean to be a football player? I would, you know, like for them to to accept just that as a football player, not just say, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a women's football player. Now, naturally, you might say, hey, I am a football player, and I play on an all-women's team, you know. We play in an all-women's league and that kind of nature. But what does it really mean to, to put on those helmets helmets, put on those shoulder pads to play football. Just like the boys, the men, however you want to call it, they do for the same thing. And like I said again, there are way more people that does not get paid to play than there ever is that do get paid to play. Now, the ones that do get paid to play, they get paid dearly. And I I don't think it's all fair, and I'm not for all the big contracts and stuff they do. Because I think once they take that, once they take that um, really loving to play, that mental, that mentality out of it, and they say, oh, it's a business, but at that point, then, then the game is no longer fun. Now, there's plenty of things you do for fun out there that, that you can get paid for. There's plenty of uh, workplaces that people you know, that just literally love their job, and it's a business, and, and, you know, for a lot of them, it's a hobby as well. 
So when you take that, you know, when you take that next level, to me, it, you know, uh, I want, you know, the first thing I think about when I think about big contracts is, you know, like J.J. Watt, that's a big contract, and that's what you do. And they said, first thing I'm going to do is go earn it, you know. When those guys still really want to play and they still real, you know, understand that that's a heck of a lot of money and they still show up and work harder than everybody else, that's the people that I'm about. You can still tell that not only do they have values in life, not only were they most likely raised the correct way, they were taught the correct way, and, and it still means something to them to play the sport, even though they're getting paid dearly to do that, when so many others out here just want that big contract, and well, I, I might show up and I might not, blah, blah, blah. And, and I, you know, I would love dearly for, for these women to, to somehow be supplemented. Um, there's so many ideas and ways and things that everybody's got one, and I've got some myself, and, you know, we're Sometimes I say it a lot. I feel like we're close, and sometimes I couldn't feel that we're further away than the moon, you know. And and I feel like that right now because there's so much uh, discrepancy in the way teams, the way leagues, the way owners, and everybody does. So, but I will say this: is you know, as as a football player. you know, I was talking to, to a couple coaches today, one in which coaches football, one in which doesn't coach football, but he was at a, a local college football camp. And, you know, he, he said to me, he said, Dave, he said, I can't believe that these kids show up to this camp so out of shape that they are. You know, it's a it's a four-day four, uh, four of practice kind of mini camp at a local college there in East Tennessee, and he says, I can't believe that, you know, they show up this out of shape, you know, and and he was telling me about a, a boy that had uh, been on his team that wasn't a football, I mean, he played football, but this wasn't a football coach, and the he had worked all summer and everything else, and he goes out there, and, and he, he looks like, according to this guy, he looks like the best, you know, in shape athlete on the team. And said so they had uh, 40, I think 40 freshmen coming in. And, uh, you know, they had a, this boy plays linebacker. And they had a linebacker meeting. And uh, he says, you know, he told him, he says, hey, you know what? He says, uh, I'm going to be taking somebody's position here. You know, the kid loves, he, he's outworked everybody. He loves what he does, and he put value in it. His family, you know, put value in what it means to work hard, what it means if you're going to be a football player, if it, if you, you know, what it means to work hard towards a goal. I mean, he's playing at a small college in, in East Tennessee. Now, I'm not saying he can't go to pros because there's guys, uh, two brothers that went to pros from this college. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying his his goals or dreams are, are smashed because of where he plays. But it most certainly is an uphill battle. But he's taking the right approach because he loves the game, 
because he prides himself on being a football player. And, you know, I asked this guy, what, what, what would you say if you asked this kid, and I don't know the kid at all, but I know this guy really, really well. And I said, what would, what would this kid say if you asked him, what does it mean to, to be a football player? And, and, you know, he said, Dave, he said, he would tell you that it means more than anything to him. That's why he's in school is, is to play football and to get a degree while, while he's there. So, you know, that's, that's what I like. You know, it's willing to do whatever it takes because you love the sport. I was just telling, we were at my brother's house the other day. They were gone, and uh, we were swimming. It's been hot. Me and Jennifer were swimming, and uh, his wife was, uh, well, she's just floating around, and their youngest boy, he plays basketball, and he probably shoots 300 shots a day, even though it's hot. Well, you can actually tell that uh, he's really grown. Jennifer's even talking about him getting my abs, and, and uh, he's worked at it. And, and I, I told Penny, that's my brother's wife, I said, I wish years ago that I could have filmed what my brother did when he went to college to play football. That's when I realized at that point, all the years I'd played, I was better than everybody else, so I didn't have to work hard. Well, let me tell you something. The further you go in sports, the tougher it is, the more you have to work, the harder it gets. Now, and I'm going to say that in women's football. If if I go back from the time Jennifer started playing, which would be seven years ago, she played a year, took a year off, and this is the fifth year. So seven years ago, the difference is, I mean, the teams back then are, are nowhere near as good as they are now. So at each level, you step up. The competition gets better. The harder you have to work, can you match that intensity? So at that point, it becomes how much do I love this game? Am I willing to do everything in my power for this game? And we're talking football, so, you know, I, my – my sister-in-law, Penny, she just can't imagine. She just can't grasp what all my brother went through to play at Lee's McCray, which is in Vanderbilt, uh, North Carolina. They don't even have football anymore, but it was a junior college. She can't even grasp all he went through just to play because he wasn't on a full scholarship. He got a partial scholarship and, you know, had to work hard to get the rest of that. And he did just that. And, you know, I, as a young kid, he was five years older. And I and I said, man, why are you doing this, self? You know, why are you doing this to yourself? And, of course, he had played high school ball, and I was just in middle school. And he said, because everybody there is going to be faster than me, going to be bigger than me. I've got to outwork them. I've got to be in the best shape when I get there and hope they're not, you know. And he literally did that. And I, I'm telling you, what he put himself through 
back then was pure hell. And I'm just telling you straight up, I wouldn't have did it. Don't know that I would have ever did it. But he did it. And that's what the love for the game is. He never got anything from it. Just schooling. But he loved the game. He knew what it took. And I'll guarantee you ask him today. He's been... He's coached football. He's coached several guys that have played in the NFL and at UT. Coached a lot of basketball players. I'll guarantee you, all the sports he's ever played, he's going to tell you football's the greatest thing he's ever played in his life. He loved it, and he probably wouldn't change a thing because it meant everything for him to be a football player. Now, Along with being a football player, you know, you meet a lot of great people. You know, you meet a lot of great coaches. He was actually there because his high school coach knew the coach at least McCray. They wouldn't even want to give him a shot because he played middle linebacker in high school. They said he's too small to play middle linebacker in college, and he's too slow to play safe. So, you know, his, his high school coach said, Hey, you know, give him a shot. You don't know what this kid is capable of. So, at that point, you know, not only, and, and it got us off on the subject today we were in the pool talking, is, is what these coaches would do for their players. You know, listen, I, I mean, as, I'm going to say this. I would do anything for my players to get them to the next level that they want to go within my power, honestly. Because I want them to succeed. Not for me. It, it, this has nothing to do with me. For them. I want them to succeed. So, you know, so many coaches out there give up on these players or won't go the extra mile for them. So that's what got us all on the subject of talking about how hard he has worked. And when, when these sports mean so much to these kids, they're willing to do most every anything there is for for that sport. As a coach, you have to go above and beyond to help them out. So, if if I was to if I was to ask, you know, if I could have my players, what would it mean to them to be a football player? Now, a lot of them. I know this one, it, you know, it, it really does mean everything. You know, I mean, season's getting ready to, to wind down here for us this coming weekend. And, you know, they're already asking me, Coach, when, you know, what are we going to do for, you know, two months, six weeks, whatever the case may be. I don't want to, you know, quit playing. So I know what it means to them. You know, a lot of them are, you know, maybe can't wait till it gets over the – you know, they're just in a sport that, you know, they wanted to. They were intrigued by it and wanted to see um, how far they could go with it or whatever. Who knows? But I'm telling you, I know who these girls are. I know which ones would do anything for the sport. I know which ones would do um, anything to stay in it. And I know which ones that, that probably would. So, you know, if there's people out there listening uh, tonight and, or, you know, call in, 
by the way, and it's six five seven three eight three one oh two oh uh or uh, you know, reach the chat with questions. But what it means that if you're playing, what it means to you to be a woman not a woman, but if you're a woman especially a woman, what it means to be a football player. You know, are you going above and beyond to be the best football player you can be? Now, a lot of that people would say, well, you know, on the field. But being great on the field is great, but being great off the field is just as important, if not more important. You know, being a role model for, for a lot of these girls, for their own kids, you know, being a role model for, for other women, for, for their family, you know, for uh, people that, that can't do it, you know, being that great person uh, to take that extra mile, uh, do all that. We have so many different walks of life of, of girls on our team. It's unbelievable. We have the best team ever. Now, when I say that, maybe, you know, some people that know all my teams say, it may not be the most talented, whatever. I don't I don't care. We've got the best team because there's everybody gets along, everybody uh, you know, if somebody has a problem they talk it out or whatever, you know, there there is no discrepancy in, in this or that. We we just go on about our business. We just uh we don't have anybody if, if anybody's going to uh say anything, I'll be the one to to say it to them. I don't need other players, you know, saying saying things that I will say. So to me, this is the best thing that we actually uh, have had, in my uh, opinion, since since we've had this team. And I really, I really like the fact that these girls just truly are football players and. You know, I asked a friend of mine that coaches uh, girls, he coaches girls basketball, and he's also coached boys basketball. Uh, his son plays football, and, uh, you know, he come to one of the games. Uh, he's been, you know, I've been trying to get him there for a long time. He come to one of the games this year, and he said, man, it's amazing. He said, it truly is amazing. He said, if I didn't know those were girls, he said, I wouldn't know it. He said they look like a bunch of guys out there playing. Now, a lot of people might take offense to that, but I don't take offense to it because that's what I want them to be, is to be football players. And when you think of football players, you think of fast, tough boys out there beating and banging and not holding anything back kind of thing. That's what I was proud of, that he, um, you know, didn't, couldn't see the difference. He said, if I didn't know it, I wouldn't know it. And to me, that was something that I was really proud of, you know, because I look at them as football players. And I think that that's what uh, they need to be recognized as, as football players. Now, like I said, we, we understand the difference between men and women, the speed, the size, the strength. We get it. So, but uh, they, they still they still play the game uh, with the same pads, the same rules. Ball's a little smaller, just like an 
NBA, uh, of course, all smaller there, but the same same rules apply, you know. Uh, so I just, you know, want to, to understand some of these girls, what their thought process is of, of what it means to be a football player and how and what it means to be a role model as a football player. Because, listen, when, when you know, you got people thinking a football player, well, it's NFL. You know, I we heard, we went to a little local baseball game last night, and the, the guy sitting behind us, and they were, we were watching this little local baseball uh, hometown team play, and, you know, they were talking about the, the NFL and stuff behind us. And I'm, and I'm thinking, now listen, the NFL's good football because those guys are phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. But I, at this point, I'm thinking, you know what? The game we watched last night was a great game. Now, that was a, a minor, minor league game. I doubt you could go to a major league game and it'd be even uh, be a better game than what we went to. So, that's what, for me, I, I want everybody to understand that if you get this parity and stuff right, that great competition doesn't have to be the NFL or the NBA or the Major League Baseball or, you know, the SEC or whatever, that you can have great competition just right here and there without having these huge uh, ego guys and all that stuff playing. So, you know, that brings that's what brought me to the topic tonight and uh, I know I'll have a few girls call in and I'll ask them. Uh, before we get to a question or, or a talk, yes, I do want to uh, thank Miss BJ. She's been working hard. We've been on iTunes, Stitcher Radio now. We're on iHeartRadio. You know, we were just talking before. I think it's really going to help our show out along the way. I know so many people that uh, can't get Internet where they live and stuff, and now they can download this app and listen to anywhere where they go. So uh, I want to thank her for that. And, you know, it, it means a lot to her to be working this hard when she doesn't get anything out of the enjoyment of listening and being a part of the women's football show. She's got other things going as well, but she she loves, loves sports as much as we do. So I thank her for that. Like I said, I think it's really going to help us out as, as we go forward, and I'm really excited about it. That was the, when I heard the news the other day. I, I know a lot of people can't believe it, but I actually do know what iHeartRadio is, and, and uh, uh, so I was I was really proud just to be a part of that. And you know, to think that we can grow grow this show just may be you know something uh, really important uh, to help women's football. And listen, that, that's why we do it—to help the sport, Not, nothing other than to help the sport. So thank her again for that, and we look forward. To Gaining, uh, gaining ground. Uh, so I think we've got uh, Jessica Henderson on the line. How about it? Hey, Coach, how you that? doing? I'm doing yeah, I'm good. Here. How, how about... you doing? You, you doing good? Yes, sir, I'
Yeah. Well, are you you the first person? You're gonna be the the guinea pig here. Uh, call in. Tell tell me what what does it mean to you? I know you played other sports along the way, and and we sat there and you was there last night with us watching that minor league baseball game and what a great game it was. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me, what does it mean to to be a football player? Uh, me, just coming in first year, I mean, it's just an awesome uh, awesome experience. I mean, it just makes me, I mean, when I tell people about it and then I, they, I see the excitement on their face when I'm like, because they ask me, they're like, like, what, helmets and shoulder pads? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just brings a joy to it because you see somebody looking at you like, I never knew a woman could do that, and then when I'm standing there telling them, like, hey, this is what I'm a part of, and this is what I'm doing, they get so excited, so they just bring more joy to it, because now I feel like it's being respected, and that they're taking me serious, and I mean, that's just that's just something anybody wants, um, anytime that you're dedicated to something. Well, you know, today, um, a radio station had reached out to to the team and, and uh, wanted to, you know, we got to go on there and talk about the championship and stuff. And and the, the guy that does the morning show said, man, I, I can't believe I live here in Blumble and I've never heard about this, you know, and how cool it is. And, and every single person we talk to, we get the same response, you know, um, and I'll, I'll say this, if I, if I can just get people to come to a game, then, then they're hooked, you know, because, listen, you, you're you're one of them. Uh, well, everybody on our team is one of them. But we we take pride in, in, in playing uh, the right way and, and doing things right. We, we don't care that, you know, uh, that, that people uh, identify us as men. If they didn't know, you know, we wouldn't know that was a women's team. I, I love that fact because that means that we're getting after it and, and doing things the correct way. Um, I absolutely, I mean, that I absolutely agree with that. That's so funny that you said that because I was talking to my mom last night about, uh, of course, about the game, but I was so excited after I left there. And, uh but I also was just telling her about just the different things that we have encountered uh, throughout the season, things that we encounter now. And I just said, like, I was just talking to my mom, like, I'm just, I said, to, for us to be, for women's football to be taken serious, we have to have everybody across the board 100% serious. I mean, dedicated, taking pride in what they do and everything. And I said, I mean, some of the stuff that I have seen uh, throughout the season and stuff that, I mean, that, we are encountering now, I'm just, I can't believe some of the things that go on. It's just, it's like, who doesn't want to show pride in who they are and represent and where they're coming from and who they're playing for? Like, who doesn't want that? I said, never would you see in the NFL anybody doing some of the stuff that we have seen throughout the year. And I just, and I told my mom, I said, I wish people would just, like, be as serious as everybody else around them. And like you said, our, our team, everybody, they take it so serious and I mean on like you said on and off the field 
I mean, we all, I think, hold ourselves up to a uh, high standard to make sure that uh, regardless of where we go, I mean, something that, I mean, you can be identified. I mean, we've been on, on the news. we got different things uh, posted online all the time. So you can be identified by anybody. I mean, we was in the parade. I mean, you never know who's watching or who sees it. So, I mean, like I said, just being held, just being holding yourself up to a standard and being held at that standard because that's the, the type of respect that you want. I mean, that that that, that speaks for itself. Well, I go back to I'm gonna bring up something that that happened like in the in the second game of the year is uh, when we went to West Virginia and uh, you know lo and behold we have a a huge fan in in West Virginia and she only lives like a uh, hundred miles or less from the West Virginia team but she's she's a fan of our team now this young lady is is in high school with. Uh, or maybe in middle school, I don't know. She's somewhere uh, along that line of high school. And she actually plays on, you know, on the boys' team. And, you know, it was it was so cool because before we ever went, Jennifer talking to her and, and telling me, you know, about this and that. And we get there, and there's like her and six of her family people drove all the way from wherever they, from Huntington, I believe is where they live, all the way to Charleston to, to watch us play, you know. And, and she's been following us for years, and even though West Virginia has had a team up until last year, they've had a team for several years. Now, I really take pride in that because, to me, that, that tells us that, that we're doing things the correct way that you have a fan, you know, that that lives in a state where they have a team, and they're they're I ain't gonna say your number one fan, but they're a big huge fan, and they drive a hundred miles to watch you play and bring six or seven people with them. That was so exciting, and for this girl, you know, she's a she's a young girl, and she wants to be, you know, at some point wants to be a part. Of, of our team and to me that you know that's what it's about and it's about not just being good on the field but being good off the field as well and I, I and I, I remember that game and I remember how excited after the game how her mom was because she she thanked us over and over like just making her she was like y'all just made her feel a part of the team and I said she is I mean, anybody that I feel that comes out and represents us, and even if it's, if it's your first time there, you are family with us. Like, thank you for coming and showing support. And I think that's the energy that we feed off to other people. That's why we are so drawn. That's why we draw so uh, – uh, uh, we have grown this team as we have, drawn all these good players, and especially, uh, like you said, on and off the field, and just good people all around. I mean, like you, nobody's going to drive 100 miles and nobody's going to just take their kids somewhere. I mean, 100 miles out of their way just just for their kid. And just just because they're like, oh, well, you just want to see some games. Her mom had to feel the passion and uh, uh, the commitment that we was as, as a team and as, as an organization 
to even want to take her kid that far and feel comfortable and enjoy the time that they had. I, I mean, they talked about it after that game uh, and just said how, I mean, good we played and how, I mean, they just couldn't wait till she was able to play. I mean, that, to me, I, I mean, that was a good feeling. To have somebody on the sideline looking at you doing your job and just being motivated and encouraging and, and just just basically living off of what we're doing. And I'm like you said, I'm not trying to call her a number one fan, uh, number fan, number one fan or nothing because she eventually will be a teammate down the line. But I mean, that's something that you have to think, take in consideration. Like, who knew how this girl at a young age was looking for following so long? And then, like, you don't know, something could have happened. Like, people, you could do anything, and that, like you said, she she hasn't looked at West Virginia. And I'm not taking anything away from their organization or anything, but at the same time, she know where she feel comfortable at, and she and she drove, and I'm glad that we can give her that experience. Well, you know what? I, I'll, I'll tell you this: that uh, I will say this when I when I played uh, once I got to high school, of course, I, uh, I played basketball up until I got to high school and. And it was only football and until I got into the team roping. Football was literally every everything to me. And I'm and I say this all the time and, and people don't believe it, but you know, it it was we were going through the neighborhood gathering up anybody that would play, whether it's hot, whether it's raining, whether it's snowing, whatever to play football because I literally just love to play football and you know, that's the one thing that makes this team so good uh, right now. Whether it's um, whether whether we finish off what we started out to or not, this this team is the best team because of their dedication to the sport of football and for what it means and stands for for them is is what what makes this the best team. And you know, I see. Uh, you know, after the game, I, I try to—I don't get to, but I try to shake as many hands of, of the people that come and support these girls on the team and our team. Uh, I try to shake every hand that I can and thank them for coming. And you know, it's just yesterday that you know you—you you said this. You know, yesterday we were talking about one of our players. Our parents, you know, of just just think of of what you know they do do for the team. You know, just like the other day, here it was hot. I mean, really, really hot. And you know, we're we're grinding, and and you know, they hollered, "Hey, can you take a break for a minute?" And they they went and got uh, uh, popsicles for for the whole team plus everybody's family member that's there and and some left over, and that's just something small that they do. I'm just saying, you just look, and if nothing else, here's, here's my point about that, is if nothing else, you look at the difference in when Jaren come to our team to where she is now. Oh, that's a big, that's a tremendous, tremendous change. I mean, I think she went from not even catching the football to, I mean, catching 
strong passes from our quarterback. And, I mean, she can throw, and everybody knows. I mean, everybody that's listening. If you don't know, I'm going to tell you. Ashley can beam a ball. And, I mean, Jared, she's catching. And, like I said, that just shows how we are as an organization, how we have people who care about us. And, I mean, that's just how drawn we are to each other. We, I think we just support each other. And her parents seen that we was out there trying to get ready for this game, on our championship game on, on Saturday. And, I mean, that just shows the commitment and love we have for each other. Yes, and and not only that, it's, it's not only has she gotten better as as a player, but I think her personality and as a I ain't gonna say as a person because we really didn't know, but I know that her her approach and her personality, you know, the the first time that I that I met her, I mean, it was like she was scared to, you know, even talk, and you know, of course, you know, a lot of people I say it all the time. You know, hey, I'm not the best person to be recruiting because I come across wrong. But, you know, now, from where she's came from that day, as not only as a player, but as a person, to me, is is just as important or more important because of, of something that we did in her life. And, and listen, I, I say it all the time, and don't get me wrong, she's gotten a lot better. And, I mean, she's a great athlete. And, you know, the sky's the limit for, for all these girls, especially she just turned 20 year old, uh, is how hard they want to work and how much they want to uh, broaden their knowledge of the game. But just in a short period of time, you know, how far she's came, not only as a player, not only at that, but how far she's come as a, as a person and her approach to to, you know, to everybody, not just, you know, not just to, to me or whatever, but to the team and how much comf- how much more comfortable she feels with this. And, and the same thing I'll say with Zoe. You know, I'll never forget the first day Zoe comes, and, and you know, I, I almost felt for sure that she wouldn't come back because she was mad and had a big attitude. And, and now, look, I mean, you can't even – all she does is smile, you know, and, and and her attitude towards people and how how that's changed and her, you know, being part of something that's bigger than yourself and being a part of football. I mean, if you, I guarantee you that if you ask those two girls, and I'm not picking on those by any stretch of the mean, but if you ask those two girls, hey, would you have ever dreamed you would be playing on a football team this year that's going to play for a championship, what do you think their answer would be? I know their answer would be no because mine, my answer would have been the same thing. I mean, I mean, I, I, I came in just a long night at the same time as them. I came in in September. They came in a little later. But, I mean, we're still – we're all rookies. We all – this is our first year. So – and you're absolutely right. I have seen I have seen Jared open up tremendously. I mean, just when we was at one game, me and her were sitting down at Buffalo Wild Wings. We and her were sharing a table, and I just seen how like her personality just got more bubbly and just like more open. And like you said, you can see when she comes, she's like, "Hey, everybody!" Instead of 
standoffish, and so is Zoe. She absolutely. I mean, I don't think Jennifer Jennifer was pushing him too, and I don't think she could get any two words out of him. I mean, only thing I thought I heard one of them say is, "Hey, can we get something to drink?" I mean, that was probably it. I mean, and then to see her even and even through her sister not being with us no more, she's still striving and still coming and staying committed. I mean. I mean, it just shows how dedicated people can really get. Because we got, basically, we took, you took, Coach, two people who did not know anything about football, and now you got them committed to sticking out a whole, the rest of the year. Well, finishing the season, I should say. I mean, that just, I mean, I think that goes a long way just from coaching, from being comfortable for the players, each and one of us being open and, and like I said, even me coming in and being greeted by people that was there before. And even the first day, I remember the first day of my trials, me and Lydia and uh, Deuce. And they was just like, hey, I, you know what I mean? I'm from Knoxville. Just being like never even knowing me, I never know them. We're still filling out paperwork to, to make it okay for us to even practice today. And here it is. Everybody's already introduced. I mean, that's just a that's just a type of feel and environment you just can't get. It's just like – like it's a home feeling. It's like walking in and you off a road or for a long vacation and you finally get to your house and get to lay in your bed. It, that's the comfort you get when you, when I get personally, when I see my team and I get around my team. Like I get, when I go a week or someone has to miss practice and I see them the next time, I am, I am from the bottom of my heart happy to see them. Like, man, I miss you. And, I mean, that's that's just like – and I feel comfortable with that because I know everybody has each other back. And like you said, I, I haven't played last year or any other year, but I know this year we have really – I feel the change and I feel the commitment of each individual person. And, I mean, like I said, long, like I was telling you yesterday, I hope we can – we got a big challenge Saturday, and we're going to – and I feel like we're going to come together and do what we have to do to take care of this, to bring it – back home to us, and I hope that we can just continue this this legacy for next year also. I really do. Well, I played, when I played, I played on a team that that didn't communicate uh, well at all. Now, we were, we were terrible, don't get me wrong. We didn't have athletes that, you know, that, well, they, athletes were in the school, but, you know, they claimed they didn't like the coaches or whatever. You hear that all the time. I, I believe that's just an excuse because, listen, I played for a lot of coaches that I didn't like, but it didn't keep me from playing the game. Um, but nevertheless, you know, we I talked about this with Penny, my brother's wife, and, you know, even today you've got coaches not going and recruiting these players, not going and, you know, sometimes – you just need to go the extra mile for people like Jaron and Zoe. You understand? You just sometimes you just have to go a little farther than you do with you or Jennifer. You already want to play. My work is done. I just need to get you ready to play. There's other girls that make the team that that help make a team that just need they want to play, but they just need that extra little bit of insurance or you know. Um, or comfort to know, hey, what how things are going to be, and to know that they feel wanted, and they don't do that where I went to school. 
and they, they didn't do it then, they don't do it now, so I played on the team that we didn't communicate with. You know, every single practice, every single practice, I usually talk to y'all for a lot of people I know get tired of it, hearing it and all that, but every single practice I usually talk to y'all for 20 or 30 minutes. That's communication. Now, whether whether they like it or not, we're all together, we're standing there communicating, we're talking a lot sometimes about what some of them did wrong, what I did wrong, what whoever did wrong, but we're communicating. When I played, there was none of that. You know, the players really didn't like one another. Everybody pointed the finger because we wasn't any good. The bottom line was the coaches didn't work hard and the players didn't work hard. And, you know, as, as I, that's one thing I can pride myself on. I mean, I work as hard as we possibly can. I mean, you know, you're just limited because so many people live in different areas. they got different jobs. You know, we're not getting paid you're, when you're in school. Everybody's on the same uh, scenario. Everybody gets out of school at the same time, blah, blah, blah. All that's different. So as coaches, we work as hard as we possibly can. And, and for the most part, these players, you know, we work as hard. But we communicate, you know, whether it's, you know, taking the water break and everybody's standing out there, you know, talking or, or sitting over there. Together, you know, and us eating the popsicles or, or all that. But we communicate. That is something that kids do not do today. We didn't do it back then when I played because, like I said, we didn't really work that hard. And uh, we were terrible, and the coaches were just beating in time. You know, never, I mean, there's a, sometimes somebody beats me or Jennifer to the field. Most of the time, we're the first ones there and the last ones to leave. When I played, the coaches were the last ones to the field and the first to leave. And I think that is something, you know, when when Jennifer started playing football, not for this team but for another team, not only was the work ethic terrible, the communication was even worse than that. The coach never talked with the team. He would He would show up after – they did their exercises. They'd run some plays or do some things he wanted to do. He didn't communicate with the player. He didn't communicate with coach. Well, they didn't have any other coaches, but uh, one of the players, uh, boys, or yeah, but he didn't communicate with the, the, the husbands or the wives or the of the players. None of that. He felt like that wasn't his job. I did. I feel like that is my my job. I feel like that is my duty, you know, to to communicate with, with these players to make sure that we're all on the same page, to make sure if 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 Zoe or or Jaren, I, I'm not still not picking on them but, you know, I just use them because like, I mean Harvey came later than any of them, but her attitude is is so much out I mean she got that outgoing attitude. That you know you, you don't have to you don't have to worry about her. You know where she's at. Those girls are so quiet. You have to communicate with them to make sure everything's okay because they're probably not going to be like you or like Harvey, you know, to come out and and to really say what's going on. So I think that is huge in sports. Period. But in football, it's the most critical 
thing there is. And when you want to talk about making football players, is first of all, they've got to want to play. Then you have to want them to play. And then you have to be willing as coaches to get them to wherever they need to be to the best of their ability as a football player to help your team to uh, the best they can. Um, and that's right, because I remember uh, last week when Amanda said, like, she wanted to play uh, with her team that uh, she played with last year, but they just didn't give her the opportunity. And now she said she played with us, and now she's getting an opportunity, and it makes her even want to go even harder. I mean, communication, I think, is the number one thing in any situation. Anything, I think, is the number one thing that messes up a lot of things, and I think it's the number one thing that – is the reason why a lot of things are going <laughs> as good as they are, excuse me, as good as they are. I mean, we do a lot of stuff, like you said yesterday. I mean, I'm, I met you at the baseball game. I mean, we, we do a lot of things. Each other, individual teammates uh, hang out, and we just don't just worry about football. We worry about each other throughout the week. I mean, I talk to people on the team. I know other teammates talk to each other. You coach, you're constantly texting. You know what I mean? Sending out texts, seeing how everybody's doing, how they holding up, making we we. I mean, we have a chat room where we communicate, make sure we're keeping each other intact. So, like you said, communication is number one. We always try to keep everybody on board. I feel like everybody uh, is comfortable enough to say if they do have a concern or issue or anything, we can talk to each other, we can talk it out, and we can move on. I don't think it's that's what I think this makes that makes our team so together is because we communicate. If we communicate and regardless if it's negative or positive, we don't we just looking to get past this and getting back on the same page. We're not even if it is agree to disagree. And I mean we we accept that and we move on and we get back to what we came here. We don't dwell on nothing. We don't try to linger anything out. I mean, I, I haven't heard somebody say anything from last year or any, nothing like that. Everybody is looking on the present, the goal that we have set all year, the goal that we are facing this Saturday, and I think that's what makes us uh, so close and have that bond that, like I said, that you just can't get away from. I mean, like you said, if one person comes to the game, we got them bought in. And I feel like they're going to feel that the moment they step out their car and walk through the gates, they're going to start to feel that comfort and that love that we're bringing. And how serious this organization is about being number one and being taken serious. And, I mean, I feel like we communication is number one, and we're all on board on that. And you embedded that. You have put that in us. Number one goal, you, like you said, you talk to us 20, 30 minutes of practice. I mean, before, after, during out the practice. Coach Wall, um, Coach Wallace, he comes and hit us on the head and stuff, making sure we're good. You see, I mean, I could just be standing there not talking, and somebody know, hey, that's not you for real. Hey, you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just fine. I'm just like, I mean, and I love that because that takes that shows that somebody's paying enough attention to see like I'm not being normal. And regardless if it's just me just wanting to, oh, I'm just being quiet. It could be really something wrong, and it just it just makes you feel that much more. That, Somebody is looking at the little simple things as you not smiling and just having a kind heart to say, hey, you good? Are you okay? And making sure you just you know you got somebody. And, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a feeling that you just can't get away from. 
Well, I heard a great speaker today. I was listening to the radio coming up the road, and I heard a great speaker today, and, and he was talking about common ground. And for people that, that have quarrels or, or whatever, it's reaching that common ground. And so many, um, I would say so many, but players over over the years past, uh, you know, couldn't get to that common ground. And, and ultimately, it was the demise of them, you know, no longer being on this team, point blank, and no if, ands, or buts. And, and it's not whether I believe one and not that I believe the other. It's, you know, there, there is a common ground for everything, and you have to be able to reach that for the betterment of everybody else because every single thing is not revolved don't revolve around one single person, and especially football. And that was, you know, that was just about my whole whole topic is not just being, what does, not just what does it mean to be a football player, what does it mean to be a football player outside of football? You know, being a, being a fan, being, you know, listen, there, there's, there's, well, I, I ain't going to mention who, but you know, before the game, before one of our games, a guy comes up and he says, hey, uh, you know, my nephew is a huge fan of one of your players. You know, and he and he says, uh, you know, she, I don't know that she wouldn't accept him on Facebook or whatever, but, you know, he was like, he, you know, he just truly is a fan and would love to be friends with you, you know. That's that's what I'm talking about is, is Every, I guarantee you, every person on our team has fans of that nature. And if those people, let me tell you something, if those people are not good people outside of football, they're not getting that kind of respect. It's, it's what you do on and off the field that makes you great. And I use greatness very, very rare. Now, you can be great off the field, and be mediocre on the field, but that you can be great on the field and mediocre off the field. I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to take good on both and, and be happy because it truly is, listen, regardless of what we think, football is a dying breed. All these kids today sit in the house and won't get out and play football. I cannot tell you how long it's been. Well, I can't tell you because I went to uh, Matt Jennifer and he lunch today when she hauled some kids on a field trip, and we watched some other kids play football on the side of the hill. Other than that, I can't tell you how long it's been since I've seen kids outside in the yard playing football. So football is a die breed, and it's up to us as football fans, as football players, to carry on this legacy to do everything we can to keep it going. Now, we're just in the first stages. I know women's football has been around for a long time. We're just in the first stages of getting this rolling. We've got to work that much harder to keep it going. we got to work that much harder to be better people off the field as we are on the field, you know, because, listen, you don't know who's, who's sitting in that stands watching you, you know. There's been times I have to come out there and calm you down. 
you know what, there might be somebody up there that's, you know, some little kid that's watching you, you know, and, and you're their hero, and, and, you know, they see that, and the next thing you know, you're not their hero. Now, listen, we all know tempers flare, and I'm going to be talking to our mind flares a lot, but you know what I'm saying. You get the use of it, and is we have to be great on the field, off the field. We have to figure out as players, as coaches. I mean, listen, there, there, there's times, I mean, you know, on the sidelines, you know, me and Mike, are, or we're not into it, but we're discussing, hey, you want to do this? I know we're going to do this, but well, I think this and that. You know, there's times you have to come to common ground as coach. Happens all the time. You have to come to common ground as, as players. You know, what I see that you can do may not be what you think you can do. We have to come to a, a medium there to where we can both win at it, and then later on you you get better enough to maybe see what what somebody else seen. So, and and that's what it is when when you're when you're somebody's hero is is you're not just good on the field, you're you're good off the field, and how you conduct yourself, you know. And you want to talk about communication. There was a couple of players just this past week, you know, after practice. Hey, I, I want to talk to you. Yeah, fine. You know, we sit down, had a great conversation for probably a good hour or more, you know. And and you know what? I'm I'm not sure because it's no nothing either way. I'm not sure that we found common ground, but at least we both understood what what each other meant and why, you know, why things might happen or whatever. And listen, there, I mean, there wasn't no, you know, anybody getting mad or raising their voice. It didn't just be voicing their opinion and explaining here and there. And that's what I love. I want, I want to be able, you know, if somebody's got a question, it's come to me and say, hey, can, can we talk, you know? And we're going to sit down and talk. We're going to sit down and have a conversation. And, and when it's over, you know, I, I had the conversation, another conversation, uh, when we were watching film, you know, with, with the player. And, and she said, hey, you know, what about this and that? And I say, well, you know, explain to her where I'm at with it. And she's like, well, you're right. You know, so, and we, you know, we just sort of found the common ground there. That's what makes teams... Not just when I say good or great, I'm not just using that on the field. That's what makes the whole attitudes good, is, and that's what makes it work because they can come to me as as a coach, as an owner, Jennifer as a player, as a coach, as an owner, and, and we're going to talk about these things. Now, I'm telling you, lots of things we're probably never going to agree on, but when it comes to football, we agree a lot on, and that's where I care the most. That's what I value because that's what we're all in together. You've been saying that since the day we started, and I mean that's probably by far the one of the, the best things I ever I have heard. Like you said, we're not going to agree on everything, but we do agree on one, and we all want football, and we definitely all come to play to be champions. So we all going to uh, give it our all. Uh, but like you said, uh, it is times where I feel like even when I'm, I mean, when I'm looking at stuff and we're looking at film and I feel like something isn't going our way or it doesn't click to me 
we, I mean, we talk about it. I mean, I get frustrated because I want to be the best, uh, best I can be. So, of course, I don't want to hear what I'm doing wrong or whatever because I want, I'm, I want to feel like I'm doing it, uh, everything correct. But, I mean, I feel like as our team, we grow. I mean, we, we rely on each other a lot. And I mean, I, I personally, uh, rely on people just because I mean, even they people tell me all the time, Jessica, you, you had a good game, and I'm like, man, no, I didn't. And they're like, no, you really did. And, I mean, and that's what that's what I feel like our, the bond is with our team. Like, I don't, like you said, no matter what we're going through or whatever the situation is, when we, you might be mad at the beginning or you might not agree at something that's at the beginning of it. But once we talk, we always come to some type of understanding. I mean, I never see. I don't think everybody has ever walked away and not known what was expected of them, either before or after that practice. And if you didn't know, I'm pretty sure somebody was there to tell you. Uh, I don't think it's ever been a time where I don't feel like I could have picked up the phone or called anybody and just got the help that I needed. And going back, uh, going back to the player who uh, had the, uh, the little uh, fan. Could we? Could you imagine somebody coming up to you and saying that and saying, "Hey, I wanna, I don't know, I wanna follow you on Facebook if I send you a friend's request," and then you have to go on Facebook and delete some of the stuff or that you have posted or something that you're probably just not too proud of. And I know people say, "Oh, it's just social media. Why does everybody take it personal?" But people need to think like today's technology. That's what it's all about. People are communicating through social media. People are finding out who you are through social media. So, absolutely, I mean, it. To be honest, it terrifies me to be to have so many eyes on me because you never know who's looking. Not saying it's a bad thing uh, at all, but it's just like once you get. And I'm not saying we're professional or famous or anything, but it goes with anything. Once you get to a status that people think is important or somebody finds important, you that's something you have to worry about. People, like you, Coach, you on, you're about to be on iHeartRadio. If this goes bigger and bigger, people start recognizing you're not going to be able to walk into the grocery store like you want to without being stopped or people looking at you. You're not going to be able to do the normal activities and not, not saying like, oh, man, like it's just because, you want to be a representation. Like you say, you never know who's looking. You never know who's putting their faith in you. What little kid is saying, man, I want to grow up to be like that person, and then they see you out here not conducting yourself or just not holding yourself to the, the statue that they were looking at you at, and then you can tear that person's dream apart. Like, oh, man, I don't want to do that no more because look at what that person's been through or what look what they're doing because of it. And that that would definitely, I mean, kill me. So it definitely is something that you have to think about as you, as an organization grow, women football grow, and as you take it more serious, it is. It is the way the, the way you carry yourself during season, off season, on the field, off the field, the way you eat, the way you drink, the way, I mean, it, it's everything. Like, I mean, I was just talking to my friend at the baseball game. She was like, oh, let's go run. And I said, after Saturday, I'm like, sprain my ankle and she was laughing but I was dead serious this is how serious this is to me like I'm not about to go running even though I mean I'm not gonna go running in no open field where it's potholes and stuff or I mean not potholes but 
holes in the ground where I can affect myself and not be 100% for my team. Now, if you want to go to the track and run a treadmill or something, yeah, we can do that. But I'm not going to put myself in any type of harm to jeopardize my team. And I think that's just like as you grow and as you get more committed and like you, and as you get bigger and the, and the organization grows, it's just more things you have to think about. And, I mean, it comes with it. And, I mean, to me, I, I – it might not. I don't. I don't want all all eyes on me. But if that's what comes with it, and I can motivate somebody, then I'm okay with that. Well, it, it, you know what? Each, each person is is held to, you know, the the standards. It's like I said, you know, at practice, certain certain players are going to play more than others, and blah blah blah. But I want to get back to one thing you said: is no matter what. I'm I'm always honest with with you players. Now, listen. The hardest thing about getting better is being able to accept that you did not perform. Because listen, it's the nature of people's parents to tell them from the early age that it's okay, you're good, you're this or that. They want to blame somebody else, and then somebody like me has to tell them the truth. You know, so that's the hardest thing and the first thing to to set to get better. And I'll, I'm always going to be honest, whether it be about why somebody didn't play or why somebody did play or, you know, hey, you know, not that somebody's coming and saying, hey, I didn't get in, blah, 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 because I don't listen to that crap. I play the best that I, I want to win and you know, then we'll worry about Chris. But I'm going to be honest about the situation and be honest about the play of each individual. I mean, you know, it's just like practice. I mean, you know, I think people know when I get mad, and when I get mad, it, you know, it, we we start doing things. You know, because people get like today's going things. You know, you start taking for granted, and um, you know, you just have to call certain people out, and you got to be honest about it. And they have to be able to take that. Listen, that is—I'm telling you—the hardest thing to do to get better is to to be able to take that. But you wouldn't believe how many players throughout the year have said, "Don't lie to me. Tell me how good or bad that I didn't do." You know. And that's one thing, you know, we, we were talking um, the other night when we were talking to the, the players at the practices. You know, in the past, some of the coaches that I've had have uh, 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 told, you know, players that, you know, they're, they're maybe better than what they were and, and this, that, and the other. And then when it comes time for maybe, we'll say, the All-Stars, and then they don't get voted and then they're like, well, why didn't? Why not get voted? This coach said that I was, you know, I was doing this or that. So I'm not a fan of that, never have been a fan of it. You know, I, I want to be honest, not that I'm trying to hurt or turn anybody down, but that's how you get better, you know, is you can say, hey, you know, I can say this, you played really good defense game last time, but your offense wasn't that good. You know it. I don't have to. And you know it, but I'm not going to say, oh, you played great when you didn't because that's giving you a false hope. You know you needed work. 
hopefully we've got it straightened out, and, and that's the way it is. And there's other people the same as well. And you know what? That's why I watch six and a half hours of film to diagnose and digest what we needed to do to to get better. I mean, we most certainly did not play our best game the last time we stepped on the field. And, uh, you know, we were fortunate to win, and uh, we we got to play better. And there's no way fans are busted. If you think, if everybody thinks they played great, then how can you play better? I know when I looked at film, I was like, oh, I know I play good, I play good. And then when I looked at film, I, I, I needed a bag. Because I thought I was going to get sick. I said, I cannot believe I was sitting here letting this happen. I, I mean, so I will be the first to tell you, I, I hate to be told no. I, I mean, I, I'm a spoiled brat. So you tell me no, I ain't listening to nothing else. I want to know why. And that's what, that, and it killed me. I, I, I mean, it killed me, and I hated it. And I looked at film, and I was just like, man, I just, I just could not believe like you said, how good of a game I thought I played. I mean, I knew I didn't play a good game because I knew I was suffering. I was, like, confused at point. And so I knew I didn't play an excellent game, but I was like, I thought I did good. But I just – I, it really is a humbling thing. It is a humbling thing. And, I, I mean, it, it does take – it does bring you down. And I'm not saying it brings you down to like, oh, I don't, I'm, I'm out this sport, I don't want to be here no more. But it brings you to a level, like you said, I got work to put in, and that's exactly what I told myself. Ever since I seen film, I got work to put in, and I'm going to execute, and I, and I'm not going to let that happen again. And I think that's what makes me, me personally, what I, when I talk to myself and what motivate myself, that's what I think that makes me such a good player and such that that's going to continue to grow as a good player is because I want to be better. I want to be more. I, I expect more out of myself. I don't care if I had 10 tackles in the game, I wanted that 11. I mean, I'm going to always hold my that standard. I remember one person, he told me, I'm the best person here. And the coach is like, well, then beat yourself. If you feel like you're the best person on the field, beat yourself then. If you if you you putting up thirty points on everybody and nobody's getting close to that, then challenge yourself to get thirty two. Compete against yourself if you feel like you're the best, and that will always keep you going. Like you you always have to have that, and that's where I feel like that's where I feel like like I said, as growing and coming in as beginning years and just accepting criticism. For when I'm, because like I said, I didn't know nothing about football. I knew a little bit, and as I got into games and I had having good games and stuff, I did. I felt confident, but it's still, like you said, coach, when you bring bring me right back, like, yeah, you did good defensive, but what, what about offense? Or I might have had a good offensive game, but why you why you didn't do this defensive? And I need that to let me know, like Jessica, yeah. It's always room for improvement, and I mean, and like you said, you don't. It ain't you do not taking no energy from me, no win from me, making me feel like oh, I'm just not a good player. But you just let me know, like, yeah, you did good, but you could perform better, and you expect that for me, and that, and that's something that makes me want to give that to you. I want to. I need somebody that's going to set the bar for me to get there, because they know I'm get. I can get there. I need that. Because that makes you 
gives you confidence, especially me being a first player to a rookie player. It just gives you that confidence. Like, my coach has confidence in me. I know Amanda feels that now. Coming over here, getting a little bit, getting the playing time that she got, a little bit from from after a practice. So, and the more that she's getting now, I mean, I know she feels that that they got confidence in me. They got faith in me. That makes people want to work harder. That makes them have drive. And I mean, I appreciate it. No matter how much it might hurt when I first hear it, I mean, I can't do nothing but appreciate it. Just think of it like this: is is if if there wasn't somebody there for me or somebody there like me to to tell you the truth, and I didn't hurt your feelings, I didn't try to make you mad. I just, you know what? I just said, you watch the film, and then you tell me. You know that. Here here's my point. What if you haven't watched the film? And all I told you was that. And you're like, oh, I, did, I, did, I did better than that. I did better than that. He just told me that. But then you watch the film and you're like, wow. You know, we, we've had players in the past that, you know, I, I tell them, hey, you didn't play too bad, but you've got to do this or you got to do that. And it's like, it just goes over their head, man. They, they live in a different world. That's why that's what makes this team so much better is they're willing to work hard to get better. They're willing to take that tough love for for the end result. They're willing to 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 take that, you know, humble and experience to say, oh, man, I did play bad. I've got to play better versus man, he don't never tell me I do anything to listen. There's plenty. You know what? I had a one of my best coaches a long time ago that I did I didn't like forever, but he had a great he was um, a great inspiration in my life. It was he didn't tell me anything unless I did bad. He said, "Well, if I ain't telling you anything, that means you're doing good." You know, I can't sit and, and pat everybody on the back when they you know they do every little thing good when. When essentially it's their job. Now, a lot of times I pat a lot of them on the helmet or go talk to them. Some players need more than that. Some players, you tell that, they just take it and run like, oh, man, I'm great. I can't do anything wrong. And you can't coach them. You can't teach them. You can't do anything with them because they can't see past themselves. And that's what makes this team really good is, is the fact that, you know, we we can we can talk about it without people getting mad. We can be honest about it. You know, hey, listen, I made a ultimate big mistake in one of our games that cost us a touchdown. Yeah, one of the, it was it was it was a player that you know was talked to my team. Somebody's not out there out there. I send them out there knowing good and well they shouldn't be. It was my fault. I should have you know I know better. I should have called a timeout or I should have listened to myself. I make mistakes. You don't think that didn't make me mad? That cost our quarterback a touchdown and our receiver a touchdown. I mean, those things are hard to come by, man. Are you kidding me? I made that mistake. You know, I've made plenty of mistakes along the way. You've got to acknowledge that you're doing wrong before you can get better. And, you know, when as a, as a young roper, when I first started, took me forever, even though, because I've never really experienced it playing football, team roping is the most humbling sport I've ever 
ever been in in my life. And you have got to really understand it. And, man, it can tear you apart. And once you once you grasp the, the fact that you, you know, that you're doing things wrong, so you, you can't get better. And it was through that that really made me understand, hey, here's what I've got to be able to do is take destructive criticism, not get mad about it, turn it into something positive, go address it, work harder at it, and think, you know, and that, and that's what hurt me to, you know, taught me to do that. And, you know, it's like I was talking to another coach today, and I said, you know what, I haven't been coaching football forever, but about since I was 18 or 20, I've been coaching because I've helped people all over uh, learn to rope throughout the years, you know, and uh, I mean, lots, lots, lots of people and helped and all that, so and that's the first thing you've got to do is you've got to realize that even team roping is a team sport. You've you got two on a team versus, you know, 11 at the same time. But you're only as good as your partner, and the better you can help them, the better off you are. You know, it's, it's like uh, team roping, like the header is the quarterback, and uh, the healer is the receiver, and it's the quarterback throws a, a good pass and, and the receiver runs a good route, they're going to connect and everything's going to be good. So if the quarterback throws one in the stands, the receiver can't get to it, nothing happens. And you know what? It, it takes that ultimate, I mean, you have to really break it down just like in football. you you got to have thick skin, break it down, realize, hey, you know what? I didn't do this. I didn't do that. But I'm going to do it better. And uh, that's what that's what makes you get better. And that's why I'm so proud of all you girls, not just uh, a certain few, but all of you girls being able to take that, um, you know, destructive criticism and, and turn it into something positive. And, you know, that's why we've gotten better as, as a whole. And that's why this team... It's special. Like I said, either way, it's a special team because of things like that. Not necessarily, I mean, yes, for what we're playing for and yes, what our record is and all that. All that's special. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say it's not. But when you can, uh, you know, when we can talk about it and we can talk about our teammates and how they've grown and, and the communication and and, and players at the practice and everybody being honest and what makes us all football players is what essentially made this team the best football team that we've had and, and that that's something that you know that I can be really, really proud of because it it's taken a lot to get to this point because you don't know so much. I mean you do know that we had players quit that they really hurt us. Things of that nature but over the years, you don't really know what we went through, Henderson, to get to this point. So this is something special, and I hope, you know, that, that everybody knows knows that it is, not just for what we're playing for and what our record is. So, Henderson, I appreciate you joining the show tonight. We've got out of time. Uh, thanks for coming on here and talking with me. And, uh, um, you know, I hope, I hope a lot of people are listening and can really 
you know, this grasp of, of what does it mean to be a football player. And, you know, I, I could tell you this. I could, you know, I could ask Jim for what it means to be a football player. And for, I'm going to say this before we go. I know what it means to her because she drove 225 miles one way, like three days a week forever to, to play football. And that just tells you what football means to somebody like that. And, you know, having to put up with, with somebody like me that even though I didn't coach play, I'm I'm on her like she, you know, been playing her whole life because I want her to be better. And to be able to take all that and, and still play, you, you know what football means to something like that. And for all you girls, I know because of the sacrifices you've made throughout the year, whether it be changing jobs or a new job or a lot of the girls for the travel and, you know, for bringing the kids and the family and, and everything, you know, and then for the family members to show up. It's just so much I could go on and on. I know what being a football player means to everybody. So that, that's the... Uh, where I'm going to leave it tonight, next week, we'll definitely have uh, winners of championships talk about in USWFL along with WFA and uh, winners of the All-Star Game, winners of the USWFL League Awards and all that stuff. So should have another great show. I uh, hope to see everybody then. Until next week, we'll see you then. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.